0: Genesis 20, from there, Abraham journeyed toward the territory of the Negev, and he lived between Kadesh and Shur, and he journeyed in the Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, the king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, behold, you are a dead man because of the woman that you have taken. She is a man's wife. Now, Abimelech had not approached her. So he said, Lord, will you kill innocent people? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands, I have done this. Then God said to him in a dream, yes, I know that you have done this in the integrity of your heart. And it was I who kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I do not let you touch her. Now then, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, so that he will pray for you and that you shall live. But if you do not return her, know that you will surely die, you and all who are yours. So Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all of his servants and told them these things. And the men were very afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, Why have you done this? And now I have sinned against you that you have brought Uh, on me and my kingdom, a great sin. You have done to me things that ought not be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, what do you see that you did this thing? Abraham said, I did it because I thought there is no fear of God at this place and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she is indeed my sister, the daughter of my father, though not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And when God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, This is the kindness you must do to me. At every place to which we come, he say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep and oxen, male servants and female servants, and he gave them to Abraham and returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. To Sarah he says, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. It is a sign of your innocence uh, in the eyes of all who are with you. And before everyone, you are vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, and also healed his wife and the female slaves, so that they bore children. For the Lord had closed all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abram's wife. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: So what is the deal with Abraham <laughs> and the old sister trick? you get a little more detail on it here that in fact Sarah is his half sister. Um, you know, obviously this was kind of a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, uh, you know, what are we to make of this?
1: <laughs> I think all of these stories are interesting. How they start out with telling us where Abraham is and where he's going. Um, and one commentator that I looked at said he's actually moving to the outward fringes of the promised land by moving down to this Kadesh shore area and it seems like every time he moves obviously before we've seen him you know move towards Egypt and that was like for sure um wrong but it does kind of set him up it's almost like an indicator that like things are like he's faltering again <laughs> i don't know if that's real but then we can see that actually does happen because this is i mean he has no reason to fear for his life he's actually just been told by the angels or by the Lord who visited him with the two angels that Sarah will be pregnant within a year. So if anyone has ever had assurance that like, you're not going to die in the next year, (laughs) it's like Abraham. So what is he afraid of? And then he puts the promise in jeopardy by saying this again about Sarah and the same thing happens where she's taken um, into another man's house.
0: Yeah, I, I uh it is just again a strangely placed story in the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with all that it all that Abraham had just seen. You know, he, right. he's just God has just spared him um from Sodom. He's just seen God's destruction. Um, but again, I think this is the the whole story, I mean, you know, you were we and I were talking a few days ago just about how Abraham's faith is growing. And I think this whole story is just a great lesson of the faith journey um mm. sometimes your faith is strong sometimes it's weak right. and it doesn't matter um that you know it kind of doesn't matter what you've just seen i mean you can have a weak season of faith after like the highest moment of right. your life where the god maybe have just revealed himself in right. this very full way right and yet your faith can be really weak it makes
1: me think of elijah you know when he calls sees god yeah he's rained just down. Right. I mean, this amazing experience where God doesn't listen to the prophets or the prophets of Baal are not listened to. And then he, you know, can calls down this fire from heaven. And then immediately he goes into this great depression. But yeah, we see that over and over with people of faith.
0: Yeah, over like, and over and over again. Yeah. And, and
1: yeah, look at how God, I think the other thing that's interesting is this contrast where Abraham here, he has demonstrated this great fear of God, like the the right kind where he is. You know, rightly humbled, but also bold with God. And then he says about this place, I knew there was no fear of God in this place, And yet the King Abimelech is demonstrating much more fear of God, right. and responsiveness to him than Abraham is right. So, like, right. What? and
0: and and obviously, um, you know, it, I think again, it it just shows God's favor toward his chosen people. Like God loves Abraham, even not because Abraham's a good man um but because god has chosen to love him and he is taking care of his servant um um even when abraham does this great sin he actually keeps it from being worse god keeps it from being worse right um and it's interesting it was the, the, god never mentions the judgment that would have been brought back on abraham here he he mentions the judgment that had been brought on abimelech mm. um for kind of going along with abraham's scene. Yeah, abimelech really would have gotten this um, judgment, even though God says you acted innocently. Um, and so that's a very interesting, um, I think thing to look at, um, you know, God has delighted, God has like chosen to delight in Abraham. And, and I think that that's kind of actually helpful in understanding our relationship to God as a father. Mm -hmm. Um, there is this father's protective care, um that is think, true of the Lord toward his children. we are right. his children in christ um you know if 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 you have a child uh, i'm just I'm just kind of you know i'll I'll play out a scenario here. Mm-hmm. if like Emna disobeys me mm-hmm. and uh goes off with some guy that um I told her not to go with, like there's gonna be some of me that's like. Mad at the guy mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's messing with my daughter. Right. Even though, in a sense, it, it's really her disobedience that kind of got her in this trouble. Right. And so, I can totally see this, right. like, right. In, in a fatherly relationship. Right. And and so, yeah, I think but that's you exact- would want
1: to rescue her. You wouldn't want to be. Yeah my like- my
0: primary thing would be to rescue her, right? Rather than to correct her. Now, right. I I would correct her. You know, sure, but. But yes, if Emiriana was in trouble, even because of her own disobedience, yes, my like primary action right. would be I'm going to go get her out of this, right. and whoever is like creating this distress in her, yes. I'm going to be mad at him, yes. right? Yes, because why? Because I love Emiriana, right? And because she's my daughter, she's my child, and so I think like, you read some of these stories, and you're like, what is going on here? And I think. That's the way you have to understand God toward Abraham. That's right. That's he loves really Abraham. Yeah. Abraham is his child. Abraham is his. Now again, he's very reasonable with Abimelech, um, and he you know sure. he has some concern with Abimelech. I mean, right. he's like, look, I'm not going to let you do this. Right. Uh, but yes, I think that is the way you need to read these stories. It's not this like God is not just a judge that's executing justice, even though he is a judge, but he's he's primarily we we know him fundamentally as a father. Yes. who calls us into a loving relationship. It's really
1: good, yeah.
0: Well, for Jennifer McClish, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word.